Welcome to the Crack Dead Comedy Club! <laughs> Tonight's special guest, Brandon Dempsey. Comedian, actor, voiceover artist and helping out endangered species in Africa. What? That's right. We start very informally about when he started back in Dublin and then to being directed by Martin Scorsese. Man, great chat. Let's get straight into it. But before we do, a couple of quick clips of Brandon doing stand-up on that very night. Man, ripped it. I hadn't seen him in years since before COVID. It was so good to catch up with him again. So let's dive straight into the chat with Eddie, myself, Damo, and the one and only Brendan Dempsey. We don't have uh, any any children myself, my wife. We can't have kids. Uh, we, I, uh, I'm, I'm the one I uh, just, uh, you know, can't stand them. So... Uh, <laughs> we're, uh, we're, they're fine. It's I. I've nothing against it. I just. I just wouldn't be. I wouldn't be a good dad. I wouldn't be a good dad. You know. It's like I see. I see uh, young uh, dads there. They're so involved with their kids now. And they've got their names and birthdays tattooed on the inside of their arms. You know. I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that. I have a low pain threshold, and I like to think I'd be able to remember them by myself. I don't know. I don't know if that's. I don't know if that's gone. Hey, 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 Jack, 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 leave your sister. Sarah alone, all right? I don't want to hear it, Jack, all right? Shouldn't be picking on your sister. You're old enough to know better. You're 12 now. Picking on your poor sister. She's only... Oh, eight. You want to know how old you are? Check your junk mail. Your junk mail will tell you how old you are, ladies and gentlemen. Because everything you sign up for, it's asked for your birth date and all that, and that is that information is all sold to someone, and then they come after your junk mail trying to sell you stuff. My junk mail, the four emails I get most in my junk mail at the moment are for constipation, erectile dysfunction, <laughs> funeral planning, and yet, somewhat incredibly, young Asian and Russian girls are keen to meet me. <laughs> So let's get this straight. I can't get it up. The only thing that's stiff in me is coming out of my arse. I really should be planning my own funeral. And I'm still a catch. That's some white privilege for you right there, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Just like the old original crew, <laughs> like watching the, the comedy club circuit as it's called, I guess, just start. But the circuit was, well, the, it wasn't, it was the cellar. That was it. Yeah. There was, there was <laughs> the, the circuit comedy, was one place. There was the comedy yeah. cellar and, and then the comedy improv, 30 years ago, about 92, 93. Ian will, Ian will kick me now, kind of going, it wasn't that, it was then, it was then. But that was the second comedy club and then. Was that in, that in the inter as well? That was in the international as well. It was all in the and same some, room. Yeah. Upstairs. Some comes and goings and then early, early mid nineties, myself and Morgan Jones started doing the comedy zone. And that was in John B's bar. That was in the Gaiety theater bar. And that was at like the first place that was where people were doing more twenties because there was, I mean, not that there was loads and loads and loads, but enough people in that 10 minutes was yeah. as much as you would get of a set that was long. Maybe for Ardle, Ardle would do like 15 sometimes himself or Kevin, uh, would do a set so like comics who were like established like uh, Brendan Grace yeah and he would do solo shows at that time as well I'm guessing yeah so what would he ever work on material in the club or how did no. he even no he just no, no, hits no, the road no, so there Dermot Morgan uh, 
did a few times. He came down and, and did a bit. And it was, I, th- I think it was just actually just... Dermot Morgan, yeah. his father, Ted, for yeah. anyone listening who doesn't... Just, <laughs> there you yeah. go. Yes, because that also was a long time ago. Everything is now a long time ago. Was that pre-father, Ted, that Dermot Morgan was hitting uh, the... No, it was around. It was around. It was around Ted time that he was doing that. He was just doing it because, yeah, I want to see. Yeah, yeah. Mm, what's yeah. this? This will be. This will be fun. This is another. Yeah. Another thing to do. And he really was like he was. I mean, Dermot Morgan was the was the alternative circuit really, all by himself. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like for a good like you know, ten, ten, fifteen years before before the settler started, he was off doing his own kind of shows and abuse and taking them around the country. Cool. It was last week. It was the, the anniversary of his death, and Father Jack Frank Kelly yeah. died yeah. years later on the same day. Yeah. And Ardell tweeted, like I'm paraphrasing, but you probably guess it's like a, you know, shout out to two of my great mates that left us on this day. I'm not leaving the house today. Oh. <laughs> I'll be staying in. That's... Out of respect, but also, you know, why, why do that? Why tempt that headline? Yeah, 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 yeah. Curse of the Father Ted Death Day. Yeah. Yeah. Is it some saint's day, I wonder? Is there any parallel that... that, that did... Oh, yeah, comedic priest's day. Yeah. The day there's, always, of the... there's always, I wouldn't know, um, but there is always some saint's day. That's... We should be so, called Saint Ted Day. Yes. We should read. We should yes. do it. That would be apt. Saint yeah, Ted. and the Comedy Zone in the the, the gaiety. Yeah, and John son. B's bar. So yeah, it was. Oh, it was Morgan bar. Jones who really like got the, got the. I, I don't know how he persuaded them and said, "Do you want to do it?" So I was, I was kind of comparing that. It was where I wanted. I wanted people to do do twenties, have a bit more like of doing good, good for uh, for a few years, and then and then there was more happening. The Mad Cow Comedy Club, which was again the international. On <laughs> Every comedy club is just in the international. <laughs> <laughs> New comedy club. It was in the international, but it was a different <laughs> name. And that went on to be the international comedy club. Oh yeah. yeah. That Thursday, and now it's and now it's yeah, it's it's comedy all the way. Which let's bring the Mad Cow back. Still at the international, but yeah. well, that was it. It was like around that time. I was going. What's in the news? Mad Cow. Mad Cow disease. Fine. And Joe Rooney went to Grant the Mad Cow Comedy Club. That's, that's, that's what I'm calling it. That's Mad cow. That's what I do, but yeah, it's it's odd. You don't you don't think at at the time of it being a scene or that, or that you'll be doing it like thirty thirty five years later, or being that generation, that old generation, which we were. I was doing I was doing the cellar two nights ago, so like you know, a spot had come up, and Sharon said, "Hey, do you want to do it?" Because she knew I was in town. And I said, "Yeah," and it was um, myself and Sue Collins. Oh, Colin cool. Murphy. And what? <laughs> just, uh, and we're just all there. So yeah, it's like at the, uh, you know, at the at the stairs. You know, it's like outside, kind of scribbling away because nothing makes you sweat like the cellar because it's the first place you did. So mm. it's the first place where you did well. It's also therefore logically the first place where you died on your hole. Mm. So you're still kind of nervous, oh, and you're going in, and there's just like yeah, a young a young crowd there looking at us, going, "What are you doing here?" And we're going, "What are you doing here?" Yeah. And so you just suddenly gone. I said, "No, I don't. I don't." feel old but i do go yeah these these people i um they're i'm, I'm just going to scare them with my talk of body infirmities and, uh, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. what goes wrong what goes wrong in your 50s yeah. but that you know it's all the all the old cliches come back where it doesn't feel like it's been 30 years or whatever and that you know the the sadder now as uh sharon manning is running it so well you know it's like properly mm. and professionally it's like we're all you know outside Whereas when the cellar started, all the comedians sat at the table at the front, which would kind of like freak out 
sometimes people when people came around like to do get you know spots <laughs> they say what you just said yes you, you sat beside the stage so you're on and you get up on the stage yeah. and then you get off and you sat down again in full view of everyone yeah. So like nowhere to hide if you do die on your hole. Wow. You know, it's like or anything, but just it just the, wasn't a green room. There was, there was, was, that was it. You would mm. all sit there and then, you know, it's like and also even if you weren't on, because of course there was only the seller anyway, you'd go around. <clears throat> you'd go around there to watch everyone else see what they're doing and possibly pick up a gig on the off chance that someone was late or someone didn't make it and said, Do you want to do five? And you go, Of course I do. You know, so really, so really yeah, it was, yeah. as, as I was saying to Sharon, I said, yeah, I said, we had about like, you know, 15, there was 15, 20% of the door was down because there were all comedians sitting in there for me, <laughs> taking, up, taking up valuable space in a place that takes about 70 <clears> max <throat> to begin with. And she's going, I know. How yeah. did you earn money? I said, we didn't. We got beer money and then we spent it on beer. The free load is... All went out to Blaze's bar afterwards. And, uh, you, you didn't yeah. need to move your notes or your drink because it was at the table, which was yeah, at the yeah, front yeah. anyway. You, you just, just turn your page in. around yeah. and then yeah. get on stage. And you, <laughs> yeah. Any notes, they're already there. Yeah. And then did you you did you did get into acting before or after doing stand-up? After, yeah. I mean, as a... As a I mean, thanks to it. That, that was when Hubbard Casting had an office here and they wanted a comedian like Sean Hughes what they actually mm. wanted was Sean Hughes <laughs> <laughs> couldn't afford him at the time yeah. probably. and I was thinking I think, I think Sean Hughes said yeah sure 50 grand and they went <laughs> no yeah. they said, and they said just just go get another one just go get another one who'll do it for five grand we were going oh my god five grand five grand yeah. yeah I could retire on that yeah. and buy, a pint I, oh I could buy a house and retire which, <laughs> yeah. Which, yeah. in 1990 whatever it was that yeah. happens with so many castings the brief that they send yeah. out is uh They'll give like the character is an angry middle-aged man, blah, blah, blah. And then they'll say, like, and then name the actor they want. Like, and you know, uh, it's just a reference for who to like, cast. Yeah, like the person we weren't prepared to pay the money. Yeah, yeah. Could, but you got the like. role. No, no. I wasn't didn't. like Sean Hughes enough, actually. Uh, no, was, yeah, yeah. no, I didn't get any work for, in acting for Hughes. But it got, yeah. But then, and then Graham and Arthur roles, when they were doing... Um, Father Ted, you know, and when they're when they're casting for other, you know, small parts, one liners, they would say to them, say, Yeah, go, go to the cellar, get get all the comedians to come in mm. and read for it and, and and Yeah, and then uh what what was your character in what was his name in Father Ted? In Father Ted he was Father Dick Mayo. Dick Mayo Yeah you know, again, so I can have, what a name to get away with. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, uh, who was who was uh... that's like semen stains from like <laughs> Captain Pugwash, yes, yeah. you know? <laughs> but, uh, wait, wait, Dick wait. Mayo, I know. Oh, it was great. Who was actually supposed to be? Um, who was supposed to be Pierce Brosnan? Who was in? Who was in Ireland uh, filming? So he was around at the time. But Brosnan's family were coming in for Thanksgiving. He went, ah, I, I won't do it. You know, forget it. Uh, and they called up and said, "Hey, do you want to do more lines?" And I went, "Yeah, more yes. money." And they're going, "Don't be stupid." And I went, "Yes, <laughs> I still want to do it, of course." Yeah. If you were Brosnan, maybe we'd yeah. give you money. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what were the lines that Brosnan didn't like? Was that it? Was that it? <laughs> yeah. You don't have to go. I don't know. I don't know if I like. I don't know if my character. I wonder. Like the story goes that yeah, Brosnan had a Thanksgiving dinner to attend to. But I wonder, did Brosnan go? Was he a James Bond at this point? Uh, I think he had yeah he had okay so he'd done a James Bond. Bond he had another James Bond lined up yeah doing Father Dick Mayo is it going to help his James Bond <laughs> A-list career you know I'd he'd love probably, it if that's probably weighed it up and then 
maybe that was maybe that was it maybe that's what happened maybe and he, he said, said maybe he said i'll do this but uh you got to change the character name and they went no way pierce yeah, no, yeah, no yeah. Way, <laughs> none of no it's not been spotted it's made it through all the censorship everything <laughs> yeah. that we want dick mayo yeah and i said i will be dick mayo yeah brilliant sure no no problem what's the name the name's mayo Dick Mayo, shaken, not stirred. <laughs> I'd love it if shaken and stirred. <laughs> That's how Dick Mayo does it. So, I'd yeah. love to think that on on Pierce Brosnan's I am uh, if that was like James Bond <laughs> in Mamma Mia, it's one of the dads, Father Dick Father Mayo. Dick Mayo. Yeah. But he didn't get you pipped him to the post there, him. Brandon. There so you got him. There you go. And I got yeah, I got that. I got that. 44 pounds now every every year they still oh that's still right so you get 44 I think it was one of the last one of the last shows that did any kind of royalties nice. got a good, got a good got a, it, was a, it was like 150 or something for the first 10 years and then it drops down but it's always on channel 4 do you get um, Christmas. do you go for a pint I'm trying to remember the actor but uh, but anyway yeah I met him in Nocton's one night and he bought me he was chatting to him about Father Ted and he bought me a pint because yeah. uh, he just got his royalties in and he's like, yeah, I, I buy everyone a pint when I get my royalties in. Uh, and he just goes to whatever pub he's in. And, yeah, he gets his whatever it was. Yeah, forty-four pounds. I'm able to buy, buy maybe one round if there's probably yeah. about four people. A small pub, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a small pub. Yeah. Just, a, just a few friends. Are you live in London? I do. Yeah, yeah, I live in Barnet now. And you do more Is acting. That the, or... the high Barnet or the other? It's that. Is that? Yeah, it's actually near near. High Barnet, because yeah, there's there's. It's a northern Barnet. line, isn't it? It's end of the northern line, so yeah. High Barnet, that's how I recognise it. Just in London all the time, living a High Barnet. High Barnet. Beyond that is is Chipping Barnet. Oh, Chipping Barnet. Oh, there's oh, there's Chipping Barnet. Yeah. Lots of Barnets. So you're in the the there's Barnet. New Barnet, East Barnet, and Fire. Oh man, there's loads of Barnets. My apologies, I'm I didn't know about all the Barnets. Council House in the in the in the in the poor part of. of and you do more stand up or more acting now? At the moment, I'm doing more. I'm doing more writing now. Uh, I was away for four years. Uh, my wife works in primate conservation, so she got a job um, conserving primates. Uh, what in jars? You and your family? This is a primate conserve in the Barnet, <laughs> in an old council and house in Barnet. Dick Mayo with a jar of primates. <laughs> So, uh, Dick Mayo and the yeah. Primates. I don't watch that movie. Yeah, that's an indie she band. Act, that's amazing. Yeah. Living she with act, the monkeys. Yeah, she actually. Funny enough, she started uh, working doing doing tech and stage and tour management um, for comedians and <laughs> doing a lot of. Is that uh, when you you met her? A lot of uh, Edinburgh. Yeah, yeah. She was company manager for international artists when I met her, and I. Wow. And you were like, that's was, a very convenient, good relationship she, for a comedian. Was, and someone who works in the industry and then she was like no I'm going to do primates yeah, you're like what yeah. That's yeah. well that was the thing people were saying wow it's like you know, you're going from you know from from stage and tour managing comedians to, to um, stage to and tour after. managing uh, primates so, similar yeah, to, to look, comedians to looking after monkeys and she was going yeah but you know not, not such a big leap you're still basically dealing with a lot of primates yeah throwing yeah. shit around yeah throwing throwing their shit around did she ever mention who's, and, who's uh, more and, pleasant and feeding them and you know <laughs> yeah. saying, showing them this yeah. is where you'll be sleeping I'll have your breakfast for you in the morning yes love you'll be fine yeah <laughs> uh, but at least primates don't call you at two o'clock going where's my hotel yeah where are you now mm. I don't know where's my hotel 
yeah, I'll get you. Where are you? Um, this is great. It's like you're living in a like you. So four years of your life, you're in like a National Geographic show. You were living. Where <laughs> yeah, were you we living? Were, we were based. No, we we're based in, in Accra, which is the capital. And there's where's uh, Accra? The cra- uh, capital. Accra, Accra is the capital of Ghana. So it's right, Ghana. right on the coast. Uh, Ghana's in in between Cote d'Ivoire and Benin and Togo, and then you have Nigeria. So along what used to be called the Gold Coast, you know, which they called it for. That's where they said that's that's. That's where we're stealing all the gold from. We'll take it from the Gold Coast. Yeah, it's lovely. <laughs> Fool's so Gold Coast. We'll call that. We'll call the Australian one Fool's Gold Coast because there's no real gold. That was the original Gold Coast, by the sounds. Yeah, that was. Uh, so yeah, there and then there's a, a field project which uh, trying to monitor uh, the captive numbers that are that are out in in the wild there, and working with the communities who own the forest. So did, and, uh, you just and, ended up working on the conservation. I, I just, I just, you know, I was the, I was the dog's body. I was, the, I was the driver, and you know, and if, and if there were animals being shifted, I would, I would lift heavy things, and yeah, and but I, I spent uh, as much time as I could out there, writing scripts that, uh, as yet, no one wants to produce. But, but the monkeys loved it. The monkeys loved them. <laughs> monkeys absolutely loved them. And I was like, I tell you. I tell you, if there were if there were any monkeys who were commissioning editors of anything, I would have I would have a sick picture deal. Like, uh, <laughs> this movie won five bananas. Our critic said, "Ow, ow, 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 ow," which is you know approval in, in white Nate Mangaby language. White Nate Mangabees, they were the they were the particular the uh, the the endangered primates that uh, that. Andrea, my wife, has been. She was working with them in in London Zoo, so I still had a group there, and that was where the interest came. She was always, though, interested more interested in conservation, and then this this job came up. And uh, and if you want to see them in Dublin, folks, go to Dublin Zoo. They have a fantastic white necked mangabe. They have their own island there. Um, the white necked mangabe island. White naped. White naped. Yeah. White naped Cherry crowned mangabees who are who are in a mixed exhibit with the gorillas. They all get along quite well. Hey, so, yes, no cracking, cracking zoo is Dublin Zoo. That's, and does your wife still work in Ghana, or is she? Yeah, she's kind of spits her time. So we came back <laughs> about four years ago, and uh, so she has a, an office uh, in um, in Broxbourne, which is a bit, a bit further up from from where we live. And now, but now there's a large threat to the to the forest there because there's a petroleum hub has been. Uh, is being planned. Oh no! Once that, that petrol money tear out about twenty thousand acres of forest, which oh. would, which could finish it. Um, sure, you know all this, kids. <laughs> yeah, you know all this, kids. <laughs> the world is doomed, but you know, but everything comes from somewhere, and everything has to go somewhere. So it's uh, so it's small scale stuff that she's doing. But yeah, while I am talking absolute nonsense on stage, amusing myself and hopefully others, yeah, she's uh, she's saving the planet for you, ungrateful. People. Well, at least the you. monkeys are grateful. Yeah, that's you, TikTok. At least the monkeys. You, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Put that in your TikTok. Yeah. How could there, is there a, a charity or fund that goes to that conservation in particular? If you if you want, go. Uh, WAPCA is the name of the organisation. That's West African Primate Conservation Action. And WAPCA. WAPCA. W A P C A. WAPCA dot org. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. The the petroleum hub is is the one that's that's the that's the big threat. And uh, come geez, on, geez. guys, go get the lithium. Go the lithium mines, yeah, man. Petroleum's old news. It's not the eighties anymore. Windmills. 
Come on. Whammels. And then we're like, they're destroying <laughs> yeah. the fish. Oh, no, uh, we can't no. win. At the, same, at the same time, you know, it's like you also have to be mindful, you know. So this is Ghana has to decide, like, you know, what how they want to do it. Yeah. It's just making sure that they have all the information and, and then the experiences of uh, of other nearby communities and another one in Nigeria where where this is having saying listen listen to their stories listen to their stories you know because certainly we're more more than well aware you can't be going in with your five five faces going now look here um, yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't I don't wish to be you know mean or anything but this this is a jolly bad idea you know it's like you know that's it's you're like Tarzan and Jane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Not very funny though, eh? Hey, hey, hey yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, comedy club. Yes, yeah. Yeah. No, it is. Funny. It does put go. comedy in perspective, isn't it? When well, people like your wife are trying to conserve yeah. wildlife and communities and bring prosperity to people. Um, and no we more. just we tell jokes. I mean, it's not the worst of the jobs. There's there, there's yeah. people out there who. There's, there's drill holes in, in the Amazon exactly. or in, in the rainforest. So. We're doing worse, not not hurting anyone, you know. I hope. But yeah, we're not we're not curing cancer. Not, not, you're, not curing, not, you're not curing cancer, but you know, but hopefully we're not causing it. Hopefully, give it your laugh and maybe so like, you know, maybe forgetting your troubles for a half hour. So, so. pop on in this Saturday to so, the Crackdown <laughs> Comedy Club. Pop <laughs> on in. Yeah, it should be. Like, it's all, like during the week. We'll all be talking. We'll all be talking about the socio-economic realities of developing countries. Yeah, in, that's in what it should be, though, isn't it? Humans, humans, five days a week, we should be trying to save the planet. The weekend, a few drinks and have a laugh. Yeah, and then yeah, I'm back yeah. on Monday, try to save the planet. You know, very hard to make political problems like that that are very deep and you know need a lot of unpacking. Very hard to make those things funny. Yeah, very hard. But George can, Carlin was a master of making very very funny yeah. you know political commentary yeah he was almost and poetic the way he did it as he well was. and rhythmic well, and like, you draw you in and then there'd be so much information be throwing at you and you're laughing and getting all this stuff at the same time yeah yeah, yeah. it's i mean i've tried it a handful of times to do like political stuff and i'm like what do you mean a handful of times every bit of yours is some political <laughs> 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 it's russia it's germany it's, <laughs> well, it's... it's also sometimes people don't want to I think don't want to hear it. I can see Twitter being people saying, you know, what's what's when they say what's it like, you know, when you're you know doing stand up and you get heckled, and I said it's like being on Twitter. It's like being on Twitter. Mm. Someone kind of like shoots something at you and you'll kind of put them down and going, yeah, pow, done, and then they come back at you and going, no, pow, I dealt with that, and then you're five hours later going, well, I don't think, and you're going going, it's like the it's like the drunk heckler. It's like in the crowd, he just won't. Stop and just going, no, but you you haven't listened to my points and going, you know, you're just making the same point, only now loudly and more drunkenly. That's at least in a club setting, it's yeah. a, it's within a twenty minute time span roughly. That's that's so one thing. At least you, have, at least you can uh, leave and you can walk out the door at the end of the yeah, game. Whereas yeah. Twitter you're there going it's like, you know, it's like you know, you're leaving your you're leaving your, your apps on. So like two o'clock in the morning, ping, you know, going, and another thing. <laughs> yeah. It never ends. You yeah. can't slam the door and no. it's done. Like no. it yes. Yeah, we've means. we've started to just delete any mean comments on our yeah. comedy club you page. Know, the TikTok has gotten uh, some some of the videos gone viral, and then some comments are nice, and then there's the meanest, cruelest. So we just delete them, yeah. and then there's people. Some of them are just cruel, obviously, and then some people are obviously trying to get a reaction, you know. 
and you're like, ah, just if you like it, say something. If yeah. you don't, just why, why engage? Just because you have to handle, you have to be able to handle my comments. You have to be able. I'm too real for you. I'm too real. You can't handle my sick truth-telling comment. That's what it is. That's you comedians are supposed to be able to take that. You're supposed to be able to do the back and forth. You're going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. I Come just, to a comedy club and we'll see. In the audience. Yeah. I just want to do my silly jokes. There's there's something about the written word of Twitter particularly where there's like it's like a distance when you write something uh, so when people are really mean and critical and they make a horrible comment and it's written uh, you know you, they don't feel as personally connected to it but imagine if the person had to leave a voice note you know the, I don't I think the comments would be a lot nicer in general you know like if you leave a, a voice note a voice no, note on WhatsApp or face like to face if you were to do like let's say someone says like that joke was the biggest piece of shit. I can't, you should quit comedy, go home and die. That's, you know, people, we've all dealt with that particular comment. Mm. If that person had to do it on a video face cam, would they, they'd never, they'd be like, oh, keep it up. You know, well, they'd yeah, never. Or after, or after the show. Yeah. You know, just come up and go, that was the biggest piece of horse shit. Yeah, they'd never say it face to face. They'd never put, they'd never even do a voice note of it. They'd never, it's just the fact that it's like written down and even if their name is on it like you see some people even though like it's clearly the real person that is named on Twitter and they still say horrible things you're like I don't know there should be a rule where you have to actually speak it into Twitter or something I suppose maybe Fandango 37567275 <laughs> oh, yeah. you, should, you should die you're there going where are you at the show man I died I died yeah. I've died loads yeah. I yeah. don't need to go home and die I don't yeah. need you there as well I died on stage I will now go home and live with my shame and it's that thing where, like you should really question what you're doing ah question what I was doing I'm questioning to, years ago. talking to you on Twitter yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's almost like you know the, the thing that we've all heard our mums or parents might have told us uh, if you don't have anything nice to say don't th- say anything at all the, when the internet came up that went out the window yeah. everyone's like oh, I'm going to say everything horrible I possibly can if you have anything nice to say you could actually set up a website just for saying really really horrible things yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 saying horrible things yeah that's yeah. what that's what my mom told me she was very sharp to the internet she's like cash in on saying horrible yeah, things yeah yeah if you have nothing nice to say make a career <laughs> of the bad stuff alright because it's, it's, yeah. there's an opportunity coming up soon. Just come along. Just sign up to fuckyou.com. You know, so yeah. just get it off your chest. Yeah, yeah. Fuckyou.com. Oh, yeah, you've you've done uh, voiceovers for a few things. Yeah, I mean, I'm ads and... Any favourites? Shell oil. The best <laughs> oil available. Drilling imagine, near a town near you. Imagine your wife's <laughs> trying Shell to save us <laughs> and you just end up going, babe, I've got this great voice. Oh, man, we're going to live like yeah. kings. 50 grand for one radio ad. Shell that? oil, Ghana. <laughs> Shell oil. Building building tomorrow's petroleum of today. <laughs> See you later, monkeys. <laughs> smoother, smoother, cleaner, more efficient energy. It's a lovely idea. But for now, let's just burn it. Burn it all. <laughs> the world. It was like this when we got here. <laughs> That's great. Uh yeah, I, I didn't know you were in uh, Gangs in New York, the movie, until I was I was in the cinema watching it when it came yeah. out. And then you walked out on the doorstep. <laughs> I was like, Brandon! I yelled out in the cinema. I went, Brandon! Man, yeah. what just, a film! You just ruined the whole film for me. What are you doing here? It feels like I'm in the International. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in John out. B. Pop. What's oh. going on? <laughs> My 
15 seconds of fame. What yeah. a movie, though. So was it great? Those 15 seconds, how was it? Was it good? Did you love it? Was it was, it... yeah. It was like, like so lucky. Again, the recasting has been done here because it was being shot in Rome. Shot in Rome? In Rome, yeah. All shot in Rome. So Gangs in, of Rome all this in, time. I didn't in even know. Chine, in Chinatita Studios, and that's where all the all the exteriors were done. Uh, so they built up like a, a mini so there, York. Yeah. And then she must be an amazing set, wasn't and it? And then yeah, and uh, and the interiors, yeah, it was great. I was I was in there as lots of Irish were to read for Irish parts for to be like an Irish, an Irish gang leader. I think there's that scene they go around and you see and suddenly see Sean McGinley, geez, like there, and Devon's like just reading out, and, you know, the, the the pug uglies and all that. So that was going in for. Yeah. And uh, this is in London. The auditions just came no, up. No, this, this, this is in this is in Dublin, and. Oh. Um, and I was coming in and uh, and Phelan Drew was coming out and I hadn't seen Phelan actually since he'd got engaged to Sue Collins who was doing hey. doing doing the gig with in cellar Wednesday night and uh, and I was going hey I said oh, congratulations that well done I said oh, delighted he said ah oh, thanks and all that blah and so I was just chatting with him as I was going in the door and Alan Lewis who was the casting director said uh, said uh, you got a really good American twang there and I said do I and she's going yeah I said I said uh, what are you reading for no never mind that. Read this. So what? I read that, and uh, I got it. And then I had the bizarre thing of where they said, "God, we'll we'll bring you out in November to shoot." And I said, "Great." And November is coming, and they said, "Actually, no, we're going to put it back to December." And I went, "Okay." And I was doing support for the Nulas yeah. at the time, and so I was a bit. I said, "I, said, hey, I, said, I might, I might have to go and fly off." And because uh, then they said, yeah, yeah, no, I'll cover you. And then that that, that kind of comes and goes into January. And said, no, we'll bring you out sure in January. And going, okay, you're in, like they're still shooting the thing, you know, and it's behind schedule and all that. Going, uh, actually, you know, it's going to be February, and and I had to go right. Um, here's here's the thing, guys. Uh, around around mid March or so, I'm due to be in in Australia. So like you know, for for the Adelaide Festival and the Melbourne Festival, I said, and whereas I can shift around the odd gigs here and there. I have flights booked. I can't actually pull that much as I'm looking forward to doing it. Mm. Uh, I said, yeah, I, I'll come, come I think around St. Patrick's Day. I said, I'll be, I'll be gone. I said, I'll be, I'll be out of here. Um, this, and then suddenly it was, okay, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll bring you out next week. I'm going, yeah, really? Nice. I expected them to go, well, really? Yeah. Well, kiss goodbye to your one fleeting moment of glory. <laughs> and, out, and out I went and, uh, and got, and got me my costume all, all fitted and went and met uh, Martin and, and he was, but they were shooting like a big scene. And he said, yes, it's just, he said, there, it's uh, the, the, the script, it didn't, it didn't happen that way. So we're rewriting it. Um, uh, because of course I had now I had now been preparing this scene for about three months. Long <laughs> 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 going. We're we're rewriting it, and only ended up in the film because it was during the Civil War. That is when the draft was introduced to to America, and that's how it was done. You all all eligible men of men of military age. As, as, is, as is a very popular phrase in Ireland now, yeah. men of military age were signed up unless you had $200. So rich, rich boys and or rich sons, men could buy their way out of it. Yeah, right. and, and it was originally, the scene was going to be in, in an office and then the friend actually, you know, they went around door to door taking names. And that was it. So it was a rewrite and it was all done 
all done in a few hours and then I watched Scorsese block out a scene with Brendan Gleeson and Day Lewis and, and they're going your car's here and going but I'm watching oh. I'm watching I'm, look I'm watching I'm learning and they said no and I said yeah there's, it's all it all comes down to no legally legally Psychonos like you're done so you're wrapped so you're wrapped so if anything happens to you if you stub a toe or anything you could sue us and I'm going but, nah, I, but, yeah. I, but you know I wouldn't do that no. <laughs> off you go and that was it and then it went to production office and they gave me a wedge of money your per diems yeah, yeah. and so basically that was it it's like well there's Rome go and have a jolly for a week and cool. <laughs> see you at the end of the week what was it like with Martin as you call him uh, Scorsese like just the back and forth and how many times did you have to do the take and, and was it nerve wracking was it was nerve wracking as say the international stairway before a gig no <laughs> you know no. it wasn't as nerve wracking as the international <laughs> stairway before a gig because the seller last because Wednesday because seller, Sharon yeah. Mannion it was more nerve wracking yeah. who's more nerve wracking Sharon Mannion or Martin Scorsese <laughs> Sharon Mannion for God's sake are you kidding me Sharon's a great host man yeah eyes. She, she looks she looks she's got those eyes and you're going don't yeah. dude, just don't fuck this up that's don't what they call they up. call Sharon Mannion the Scorsese of Ireland that's true <laughs> so yeah no but I mean because because it's yeah it's just great that you're you're just you're you're in in the middle of it and of course you know you're in you're in very very good uh, very good hands you know so want and just just do it keep on doing it until he tells you not to do it anymore so, so he goes action oh, and you, you yeah oh, right. go, come out I mean we're staying really in the there's always and now probably it's like even more so but then really it's a bit of a tented village you know he goes in yeah. so it'll like tent whatever there's monitors from several cameras shooting it and but come out and give a bit more direction go back and there's and they're saying as he as he comes out wherever he's going he's followed by a you know by a phalanx of of various like people note takers all that um i don't know if you know the the film brazil or how many people would know it where robert de niro stars as a kind of like as a as a underground rebel plumber you know it's like all that <laughs> like so mario from yeah, the computer all, game yeah it's a, a <laughs> Mad, mad kind of film, but there's there's like scene in it where like this actor Ian Richardson is like in the office where the hero Jonathan Bryce's character is working, and wherever this guy goes, the boss he's followed by all these people, and he just walks along going yes, no, no, yes, and everyone's going taking notes of what he's doing and throwing away looks at a bit of paper, throws it away, yes, no. Before there was walking talks in the West Wing, you know this like, and it was it was like that. Everyone, he comes, he I think maybe that's why he stayed like in the tented village with all the monitors because whenever he comes out everyone's got a question what about this what about this yeah, we're going to do this shall we do this and suddenly you see that yeah that directing a picture is as much as, as you might like the idea of going yeah I direct the picture is that everything everything is your decision everything these shoes are those shoes the, these shoelaces do you like the shoelaces will we tie the shoelaces like this or like that no one would actually like you know They'll they'll make a decision, but you have to give the final say. So oh. yeah, no, fine and going, and that's and that's it. And of course, Evan is deferring to him because he's Scorsese. He's going to know everything. But just <laughs> but just seeing yeah, seeing him work and seeing him work with Day Lewis and Gleason, and you just see <clears throat> that yeah, he just like let them let them run it, let them kind of block the scene and going fine. Let's try this. Let's try that. And going yes, that 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 looks a lot. Everything is a lot simpler, I think, with yeah. just the director and the actors. It's when hundreds of techies and everyone has to go in and you have to get everything absolutely right. That's where that's where your head would just get wrecked. Yeah. It's, it's a couple of years out of your life, you know, and that's it. And everything is down to you and your decision and your thing and everything is hinging on you. And of course, yeah, I would imagine you just go, 
I think that's the way to do it. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, what yeah. do you think? Oh, this, it this seemed good when I thought of it originally. Yeah, 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 yeah. We think you're the director. You say what you think. Well, like this, yes. It takes some amount of patience, I'd say, to direct yeah. a film because you're oh, like, you're, you, it's on you start to finish. Take a couple of years and then there's always a chance that it'll never actually see the light of day. <laughs> Yeah. Which happens to a lot of movies, yeah, that's it, and yeah. even though even though they've started production or whatever, it, there's still a ch- like you're there. Everyone's on board. Everyone's filming. You're like, well, nothing's guaranteed, you know. And then you still have to have faith the whole way. You have to give it your whole. And then there's yeah, it's a crazy job. Years of crazy. your life, idea that you may have had, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago, and you yeah. finally got it done. Years of your life, and everyone you directed hundred people uh, on set at the time, every one time, and then it comes out. And everyone goes, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It comes out, you open up Twitter, and it's just a fucking... Ah, oh, yawn. Go and, oh, go and die. Go or, and yeah. die. Or there's, I mean, there's the other thing with, I mean, we're picking on Twitter. It's like any social media, you might say. But there's the thing of where it's, you've put all this time and effort into it. And you're 10 minutes. It's 10 minutes in, and someone is there in the cinema kind of going... You know, it's like, oh, where are you? Oh, I'm at the cinema watching this thing. This blows. You're kind of going, could you, could you maybe... Give it a little bit of your undivided attention, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. before you decide to shit all over it. Yeah, that, I've, that, I've that, started that scene, to do... that scene that you were on your phone for yeah. took us a year to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You're there. I three months. I cancelled a tour to do that one scene. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I was supposed to go to Australia, yeah. and you're saying, "Oh, I didn't like the decor." I put my life on the line. <laughs> Meanwhile, you know, it's like the tour goes on to be a hit. Everyone else on that tour is now a household name. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I gave it up to do one scene. Yeah. And you're going to watch it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't care if you don't like it. I don't want you to like it. I want you to hate it. I want you to feel your life force draining out and going, that's 10 minutes of my life I'll never get back. But you're going to watch it. It's 10 minutes of your life. It was six months of mine. <laughs> <laughs> do you understand what I went through? I was thinking that's probably why you were three or four months late for the shoot, as I originally said, because Daniel Day was in character so much. Yeah, yeah. So several actors. Uh, Daniel Day. My name is not Daniel Day. Did you bump into him at all? Was he pure method? Was he going around? Yeah, no, no. Uh, Solomon, no, did not interact with him because he was walking around with his apron full of knives. And I went... Uh, oh, really? Yeah, and I was going... And was, did he have that? You know that walk he had in. He had in, that walk. He had that walk. Yeah. Oh, it was a great man, walk. It was great a great walk. walk. I was going, Jesus. <laughs> How are you, Danny? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my my dad. The knife comes out. Said, <laughs> You Amsterdam. <laughs> yeah, you kind of want to be one of those naive exes, Nancy Shane, going, Daniel, can I ask you a shot at all? Jeez, am I left footing? God, you must have been in bits doing that. Yeah. Right? Sorry, you're lying on your side half the time. Jeez, I thought, I thought he's in, he's in rag order. <laughs> I'm glad to see you got better. Just you've a, you've a great walk on you now. From my left foot to this, yeah. look at your storm. Look at you now. You'll be running next thing, Daniel. You'll be running now. They'll do the Roger Bannister story. You'll be up for that now. Well done. Yes, Good man, Christy. People yelling out to him. I'm Christy. Go around your Look at you now. Look at you now, Christy. Now you're running New York. Running New York there with your big beak cleavers, huh? 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 They wouldn't be laughing at you now, Christy. If you went back there. Good man yourself. Oh, oh man, God, great, man. Um, I'm gonna watch that movie again. I'm gonna watch that. Wait. I love that movie. It's great. It's so good, man. Just even part of it and being other like you know one of the best directors of all time, the best actors of all time. Just like you were there, so, you know, yeah. it's great. Man. 
good moment. And hey, see, and now look at me now. Look at me now, the crack then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on. It's like from Scorsese to primate conservation, man. It's funny, everything. Oh, damn. Hey, hello. Someone's just come in there. Oh, the audience is oh, coming. In. Oh, it's bang on seven. It's bang o'clock. on seven, guys. Grab a drink. We'll yeah. be here about five minutes. Be opening two. Cheers, guys. Some uh, very excited <coughs> people to see. Uh, Some people are here Brendan to see Brandon. And the audience are walking heard, in. They've heard all about my primate petroleum <laughs> material. Yeah. Going. Yeah. I really want to get to the nitty gritty. <laughs> yeah, big time. So we're gonna like well we we have to stop because uh, we have the, the show to do. There's but a thanks, show there's a show, guys. But thanks so much for coming on. Thank that, you so we, much for we have loved it. Talk about myself. And, what a great uh, and, chat. And whistle on. Yeah, it's excellent. Been it's been a pleasure. Yeah, nice one. Yeah. Is there anything you want to plug? Me. Uh, oh, Wapka. dot org. Yeah, Wapka. dot org. That's that's the only thing that's really worth a damn. Or yeah, or or me. And do you have socials? Do you do if anyone wants to, I'm, Twitter. I'm, I, yeah, I'm, I'm on. I'm on Twitter at, uh, at I'm I'm at Bren Dempsey, but I don't. Um, but I don't really get involved in in arguments any any anymore. Well, that's good. It's too it's too good. much too much time. I'll, well, I'll, put a I'll, put I'll, a photo I'll, up of of us here. Do you, like, do you like beer? Do you like, do you like beer? I do like beer. Well, you're gonna love our special gift. <gasps> A bag of cans from Re-Raw Beer. Now, Re-Raw Lager from uh, Wicklow. It's a, wow. it's a new yeah, brewery. It's a new brewery. They make uh, absolutely lovely craft beer. That is in the post, so we don't have it for you right now. <laughs> yeah. It's that kind of present. It's you. coming soon. Yeah. So when are you back in Ireland next? I know. I'm now coming back for my beer. Yes. yes. We'll put it in the yeah. fridge. See, today it would have been warm, but yeah. we'll have it yeah, ice yeah, cold yeah, ready. Yeah. Re-raw. Just leave it, just leave it on the on the window ledge. That's uh yeah. Be, <laughs> That's cold enough. Be cold. Yeah, it's still it's not just not getting any warmer, is it? It's freezing. That's the thing, it's kinda of going. It's yeah, re-raw beer. Best in spring. <laughs> spring beer. Uh, it's a spring beer. For, <laughs> ice cold. <laughs> ice cold. For for refreshing. 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 A refreshing. It sounds like I've already had If if you like beer like I like beer, you like for some refreshing springtime fun. Re-raw beer. Oh, nice, nice. Re-raw are going to use that now for their ads. More royalties. You get ten royalties. Re-raw. You get royalties of a bag of cans every month. Yeah. Re-royalties. 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 end up saying, you know, yeah. Hey, do you need any voiceovers done? Talk to me, Brendan Dempsey. I'll do it for a bag of cans. Yeah. Bag of cans. No, no questions asked. You know. Go to the bag of cans. Bag cans and twenty major. Yeah. Yeah. And if you get a bit a bit of hash in there as well, that's all I need. Just started. I'm not looking for success or live at Dizzy Olympia or nothing like that. Bag of cans and twenty major and some hash and it'll be grand. It won't bother you anymore. I'm fair enough. Yeah, well, that's great. That's definitely the best plug we've given so far. To the <laughs> <Yeah. Re-Raw> beer. <laughs> next, the next topic around. What happened to the Rewar sponsorship, guys? Funny you should ask that, Brendan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They took exception. Yeah. Major, on the other hand, are very interested. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much. Uh, and if you've thank enjoyed you. this podcast, uh, share it with your friends. Uh, give us a review on whatever platform you're listening to it. And check us out sure on Patreon. Cheers. Cheers, Brendan Dempsey. Cheers, Brendan Dempsey. Thanks so much. Yes. It was a pleasure.